0: Welcome to the Tribal Brand Podcast. I am you Winton. I hope everyone in podcast land is doing very, very well. I'm doing pretty good here. It's Saturday, June 8th, I believe, 2019. And oh my God, I was just thinking about it the other day. I graduated high school 39 years ago. This coming week, man, 39 years. I have a daughter who is 36 a son who is 33 and numerous grandchildrens. Um. so yeah, life passes by, man it uh, does not wait for no one I should be getting ready to retire in the next 10 years but I don't think that's going to happen I'm probably going to have to work until I'm 100 my grandmother worked till she was 95 maybe I can do it I don't know. That's an awful long time, man. So, June is Indigenous Peoples Month. It's the month for the Indigenous people in America. Everybody has this month to celebrate, to be prideful of who they are. But you know what else? It is also Gay Pride Month. Now, why did they have to combine those two together? Is it because society believes that we're just a bunch of throwaway people? Like it's not going to matter? Throw them together. They can all celebrate at the same time. I don't really dig it, man. I'm against it, man. We should have our own month. Let's say August or September. Any other month but June. Why do we have to share it? To be honest, why do we even have to have a month? All I ask for is one day, and then every other day of the year, the American Indians should just celebrate who they are. Celebrate the fact that we survived. That we're still alive, man. Celebrate life. And the whole Gay Pride Month. Come on, man. I don't care if you're gay. Why should all of society really give a crap about your sexuality, man? I don't care if you're gay or if you're not gay. It's not my business. So you have all these gay right parades and LGBT parades. And everybody has to know that you're... On the other side of the track, it's not my business, it's not everybody else's business. Why do we do this? Why does society do this? As humans, we all have equal rights, as humans. But the fact of the matter is, homosexuality is not equal to heterosexual, man. It's not natural. There's something inherently different about that. I'm not saying it's wrong. I can't sit here and say it's wrong, but what I can say is it's not the same. Men and women are supposed to make children. Men and men can't make babies. Women and women can't make babies. So it's not the same as I or the straight people in the world. If this upsets people, I'm not going to apologize because it's the way I feel. It's the way I see it, man. If you're gay, it's okay to be gay. But in my world, it's different. I was listening to Bill Burr the other day and he was saying that there's some men over in Boston that are going to have a straight pride parade. There's three dudes getting together that applied for a permit to do such a thing. And his wife, Nia, was on there and she was getting pissed off about it. She was getting angry. But why? Why are you getting so mad? They're just going to uh, express their rights as being straight. Now, it's all really just a bunch of silliness. Because it doesn't really matter in the end. In the end, what matters is how we are as a society. How we work as a whole. Because when the end days come, we're all going to have to work together to survive. I recently read where a couple of gay women in London were beat up really bad by four dudes. They just beat them up. You don't need to do that, man. That's just not cool. I hope they catch these dudes, and I hope they take care of business with them. I believe the bottom line is this. You don't choose to be gay. You're born with it. But don't shove it down my throat, man. I don't care. Most of society doesn't care. It's okay to be who you are, but for the most part, no one really cares about your sexuality, just like no one cares about my being an Indian. Society don't care, as long as you're a good human being, a good person, who doesn't go out breaking laws and running amok in society. It's okay to be who you are, but... We don't need to shove it down each other's throats. It's like, I don't shove it down somebody's throat that I'm American Indian. I don't do that, man. People don't really care. The only people who typically ask me about my heritage are Mexicans and Hispanic dudes. Because they'll come up to me on the job and they'll start speaking Spanish to me. And I'll say, no, I'm American Indian, man. I'm off the res. I've come from the reservation. And they'll, oh. Some of them will say, well, I'm i an Indian from Chihuahua or whatever. I think I've told you all that before. Because there is some truth to that. Some of the American Indians took off to Mexico back in the day. When they didn't want to be taken over by the whites. Some of the Navajos and the Cherokee and some of those other tribes went south into Mexico. So yes, in fact, you do have Indians from Mexico. The truth is... They went down there and they made a bunch of babies, too. Do you think Mexico ever regrets selling the territories like, say, Texas and Arizona and California to the United States government? Yeah, those territories were mostly made up of Hispaniards. And, of course, the Indians, they all got together. They did their thing. But I bet you they regret selling that now because look at all the gold that they found in California. Mexico might be a whole different thing. If they hadn't have sold that territory, if they hadn't have sold that land. But of course, if they hadn't have sold it, the whites probably would have massacred them as well. Because that's just the way it was. The whites wanted it, and they took it. And here we are, fighting over nothing. There's a border. Now the tariffs are off. Mr. Donald Trump was going to go ahead and add tariffs to Mexico because they weren't ebbing the tide of the illegal immigrants parading across the borders into the United States. Now, whose border is that anyway? So, the tariffs are indefinitely suspended because the Mexican government is going to go ahead and start controlling the ebb of humans. Now, what's going to happen when these people in Mexico are locked up in their prisons What's going to happen to those women who are going to be abused physically, sexually? What's going to happen to all them people that the Mexican government is going to oppress and lock out and send back to where they came from? It's really, it's crazy what's going on in the world right now, in our world. Donald Trump gets on the television and says, oh, these tariffs, I'm making a lot of money for the United States. No, you're not. We're losing millions and millions of dollars in revenue because we as taxpayers have to compensate for that tariffs that the Mexican government, or any government, the Chinese, all them tariffs, all they're doing is raising the prices on everything. We end up paying that. We're not making any money for the United States. We have no revenue. Donald Trump is all about the deal. Just wait until he's no longer the prez. They're going to go after him for... Tax evasion, embezzlement, racketeering, conspiracy. That dude's probably got mob ties. I mean, how can you do all this business in New York City all these years without having ties to the mob? Come on, man. Let's get real about this whole thing. They're not waiting to impeach him now. They're waiting until he's out of office. Then they're going to go after him. You're going to see Donald Trump probably in prison or the Russian government. Might just take him out because he's going to squeal like a pig when it comes time to face the music, bruh. Donald Trump's going to cry like a little girl and sing like a canary. And the Russian government, they have no part of that. See, I believe that the Russian government would have no problem taking out anybody. They take out their own people, man. They don't have a problem with that, you know execute people on the street. There's spies everywhere. And do we really want to make them mad? I don't think so. See, when Trumpy Dumpty falls, he's going to have a great fall. Who's going to be able to put him back together again? His sons are going to be in trouble. His daughter's going to be in trouble. The whole Trump family could very well end up bankrupt after this whole fiasco. And... Let's be real about that. It is a fiasco. It's a joke. The only reason that he started to run for president was on a lark. And next thing you know, he's getting momentum. Next thing you know, he's getting votes. Next thing you know, the Russians are helping him win somehow. He's not a politician. He doesn't know how to act like a politician. He doesn't know how to read like a politician. Anytime you have a sitting president Stand up and read from a notebook, a speech, that is so wordy and his sincerity doesn't come from his soul. It's a joke, man. The President of the United States of America, in my opinion, of course, is a lark. I remember when he first started running, I was like, really? People at work going, man, he's going to be President. I'm like, please, please, no, it can't be true. But it is, and here we are. Almost three years later, and he's chummied up to the North Koreans. He's tried to chummy up with China, and they're like, whatever, dude. And he's over in Europe and France and babbling about the weather and babbling about whatever. He's just a babbler, man, like a babbling brook. Anyway, enough of that knucklehead. So I'm thinking about changing the name of my podcast, thinking about rebranding it. So it might be just called the Tribal Brand Podcast Rebranded. So I can just rant about anything and everyone and whatever I feel like. Seems to be that I don't have a lot of followers. I don't have a lot of listeners. I have like 400 downloads. I should have 4,000 by now. Not a whole lot going on out there in podcast land. Not a whole lot of people are interested in what Patman has to say. I got a lot to say. Sometimes it's just not about Indian stuff, though. So maybe I should just be rebranded. Talk about whatever. Like, for instance, the Golden State Warriors. What's going on in Golden State? Oh, my goodness. They're getting their asses handed to them by the Toronto Raptors. Everybody say, yay. Not seeing a whole lot of the shimmy shimmy going on out there on the court. Don't see a lot of high fives and shimmying around by the Warriors. You see, what's happening is the Raptors are winning with style and grace. They're not doing a lot of showboating. No showboating going on. They're on a mission. They have a plan. And I think they're going to finish off the Warriors on Monday night. Bringing the first NBA championship to Canada, I hope everybody's excited. As excited as I. First of all, I don't think that the Golden State team is a bunch of warriors. Do we really know what that means? Warriors. Indians were warriors. Whoever fights in a war is a warrior. It's not war out there. It drives me crazy when I hear football players talking about Yeah, when you're out there in the war, man, it's a war. It's not a war. Don't be stupid. It's a game. It's a freaking game. But don't get me wrong, I know that it takes a lot of dedication and work and training to play the game. It's like a job. It is a job. But it's not a war. So let's not get that mixed up, people. It's not a war. Another thing that cracks me up is the PGA Golf. Those guys are out there swinging a club. Swinging a club. Yes, they have to train. Yes, it's work. But come on, man. Wouldn't that be a lot of fun to be able to do that? Wouldn't that be a blast? Wouldn't that be just the perfect life? You do that for, you know, 20 years. The next thing you know, you got 30, 40 million dollars in the bank, man. That's a game. Look at Tiger Woods for instance, okay? He's been playing that game since he was like four. And Jump ahead to like now when he's in his 40s, he's got something like $800 million. If he hadn't given half away to his ex-wife, he would have over a billion dollars. He and Michael Jordan are the only two athletes in the world that ever surpassed the billion dollar threshold. That's pretty awesome. Just the interest alone is millions and millions a year. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Back in the days of the NFL in the 60s, guys were making like $75,000 a year. During the off season, they'd have to go work at the cheese factory or whatever they had to do. Sell insurance. Seemed like insurance was the big thing back then. That's insane, man. So all the athletes that came before them set the stage for what we have now. Now you have $100 million quarterbacks, $100 million quarterbacks, and they're getting $60, 80000000 million guaranteed. Now that's in football. They've never had guaranteed contracts, man. So now you have guaranteed contracts where guys are going to make $60, $70 million over a, I don't know, five-year span. They could get hurt and still get that money. Pretty incredible. Hell, i got to work my tail off for a couple thousand dollars every payday. You know, speaking of that, I quit that other job. Yeah. You know, humble pie and humility is something that everybody has to deal with in life. I don't have a problem dealing with my own humility. So what happened on the job was several things. I had a bunch of prints made of the plans that I thought were the approved set because they had a stamp on them. Now, when you have a stamp that says that these are approved, you just assume that they're the right ones. I called the architect, said, are those the correct ones? Yes, they are. So I had my boss print them up. Unbeknownst to me, the approved set from the city of Tacoma has a little tiny watermark on the very bottom corner. These didn't have it. So when the inspector comes out, he goes, oh, these aren't the approved set. And I'm like, what the hell? So I go to my boss and I say, oops, uh, made a little boo-boo there. Um, He starts to flip out on me. That's why I told you to make sure. And I'm like, dude, I called your architect and I called you and I double checked. But apparently it wasn't the right one. So he tells me, you have to pay for the next set of prints to be printed up at $3 a page. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute here. So I began to explain to him how I'm trying to navigate through the city's application for permits and all that stuff to find these approved sets. And I'm learning as I go. He's not teaching me. He's not taking five minutes out. And I figured it out. He does not know how to do that himself. See, he's not a project manager. He's a real estate agent trying to be a project manager. Just the day before these prints went down like that, he had a complete... Building painted the wrong color. It wasn't the color that the buyers had selected. So the exterior paint, I'm assuming, is somewhere around eighty-five hundred bucks. He makes an eighty-five hundred dollar mistake. Tries to blame it on the owner of the company, Shelly, who has got all the money, who is the backer of these projects. He tried to blame her for that instead of taking responsibility, saying, "Oh, damn, I should have checked on that first. I should have followed up on some things." He blames her he blames her for not letting him know that the owners had already selected colors he should know this he's the ceo of this company but he doesn't know these things and he's willing to throw everybody and anyone under the bus as mistakes are made he's costing thousands of dollars because he doesn't know what he's doing he doesn't know how to be that project manager it's insane that's just part of what happened There were several times that he went off the hook on me. So they paid me once a month. I got my paycheck and I said, adios amigo. I'm not working for you anymore. This is a house of cards. It's going to fall. And I don't want to be anywhere near it when it does. Changing vendors in midstream, changing floor directions and gluing them down in midstream because the new guy says that's the way it needs to be done. I was supposed to be the project manager. I was supposed to be the guy. He brings in his new guy. I I refer to him as the golden boy because everything he said is what the boss wanted to do, which is fine. That's good. So he stepped all over me and I decided, well, it's time for me to skedaddle. So that's where the humility comes in. I got a hold of the old guy I worked for up in Seattle. Yes, that's right. But I didn't tuck my tail. I didn't act All like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. I just said, hey, man, have you replaced me yet? And they're like, no, we haven't. I'm like, well, uh, I'm looking. He says, well, send the owner a email and request your employment back. And I did. All I said to him was the grass is not always greener on the other side. And I would like to come back to work for you. Next thing you know, I'm back to work in Seattle working at Depp Homes. And the uh, project manager, him and I have an understanding now. I'm not going to get into the trenches and dig trenches on my own. If he wants to help me, I will help him. And I'm not going to flag traffic without a certification card because I don't want that ticket. Seattle will give you a ticket for traffic control without a certification. And I don't want that on my record. It's not criminal or anything, I don't think. But if somebody gets hurt, if something happens, if I get hurt, who's going to cover that nut? So... Anyway, I need to protect my own interest, as it were. So that humility thing goes all the way back to the Golden State Warriors. They need to win with humility, man. Win with some class. When you're whooping ass. Oh, that other thing, too, in that game was the Toronto could have ran the score up even higher. But they went ahead and let the buzzer go off so, they get, so that the Warriors could get the ball back one more time with, like, I don't know, 10 seconds left or something. So it was pretty cool. Anyway, I hope I didn't rant too much about whatever. And I forgot to discuss my shoplifting Saturdays that I went through as a teenager. next weekend is Father's Day. Next Sunday. And I might just discuss something that's really, really personal. Something that broke my heart. Something that is still breaking my heart. Something that's uncool. It's about my daughter. My only blood daughter. I'm going to talk about how she disowned me for... Reasons that are just ridiculous. Reasons that are excuses. And when I tell the story, I'm not going to make excuses for myself. I'm not going to make excuses for anybody. I have three stepdaughters now, and one that's living with us right now treats me better than my own daughter ever did. Better than she ever wanted to. In fact, she came into town. She blew into town. Never even got to know her very well. She blew into town with my grandchildren. Asked my wife and myself to look after them while they, while she works. And you know what she did? She didn't want them kids to know that I was their granddad. That I was their grandfather. And that's the same crap her mother pulled when I went to visit her when she was a kid. Don't tell her you're her dad. Anyway, I won't get too much into it right now. But I won't use any names either. I won't try to embarrass anybody or make anybody feel bad on that end of things. I hope you all have a great week. I am Winton. Peace.